Well, thank you for joining me on the Wesleyan Airway, a show where we get to meet a large number of very interesting people. And, and today I have with me somebody from the advancement team, Blake Harrison, and we're going to get to know him a little bit. And he's going to tell us some of the projects that are taking place on campus as we look toward the end of our first semester in, in 2020. So, Blake, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you for taking the time to to meet with me. Why don't we start? I know you know a lot of our donors, a lot of the alumni uh, for the college, but why don't you give us a little bit of background for, for the campus community as well as the surrounding community? Sure. Thank you. Um, I have been at the college now as director of development and donor relations for six and a half years. I started in May of 15, uh, came here from Georgetown College. I uh, was born and raised in Paducah uh, and have both my degrees, uh, graduate and undergraduate from Western Kentucky University, just an hour south in Bowling Green. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this was a really, a, it's been a great move. It's been a very welcoming move. Um, and I think we've made a lot of progress and I've been happy to be a part of some of our successes and, and as we build, build forward together. Well, good. So what attracted you to Kentucky Wesleyan College? It's really funny. I, I love telling this story. Um, I actually met the gentleman who hired me, who's no longer here at a case conference. It's a higher ed, uh, advancement professional development, uh, conference in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Um, this was mid February of, uh, well, if you're going to go to Orlando, that's the best time right, to go. Right. And, um, I met this gentleman. Uh, he was the VP of advancement at the time and we kind of clicked and, and really got along. We had a mutual, a lot of mutual connections from mm-hmm. WKU. We were both born and raised in Kentucky. And so I had actually intended to follow up with him and just to stay connected, build my network. And he actually emailed me first. He reached out to me about this job that I have right. now. And I ended up coming. Uh, we talked on the phone for an hour. I remember I was either driving home or coming back to Georgetown from uh, Paducah. And I stopped at the Wendy's in Beaver Dam. And sat there and talked to him on on the phone for an hour, and really, to be quite candid, I didn't know a whole lot about the college. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew Happy Osborne, who was our current men's basketball coach. Mm-hmm. I knew Ray Harper, who played and coached here uh, through my time at WKU, and then I knew Denny Potts, who coached baseball here in okay. the '80s and '90s, and was a high school baseball coach of mine uh, back home in Paducah. And so, I still joke to this day that. That three-headed monster that that still uh, let me let me in, and I, I came here to interview. Uh, it was a day and a half long process. I had dinner with Sindra Stiff mm-hmm. uh, and Tom. Now, Keith. who was Sindra Stiff for for those who may sure. not remember? Sindra um, was our CFO or our VP of Finance at okay. here at Westland for thirty three or thirty four years. A great lady, was dedicated to this place. Um, and the 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 gentleman that hired me, we had dinner. And then the next day was a full-on blitz from 8.30 a.m. to about 4 o'clock, um, including... Much to see how you do physically as, as how you do psychologically and mentally, I think. Including being locked in a, the fourth floor conference room of admin um, with four trustees. Um, and that so that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. But I really think they were trying to get me to sweat, see me, you know, like you said, on my feet. And uh, But haven't looked back. Uh, since it's been a great move, great community, and uh, I really we we've got a great team in advance advancement, yeah. um, and I just really have have really valued my time here. Well, that's great, and and the team in advancement has grown a bit since uh, over the last probably eighteen months or so, and I think it's become a, an extremely vibrant group, and you're definitely a very large part of that vibrancy. And uh, so I do have to give you a little bit of a hard time, and and so the question, of course, 
today is, did you come over here from Colby's? I have been to Colby's today. Um, as people uh, may know that are, are listening to this, anybody in the tri-state area knows that Colby's and Blake Harrison are synonymous. Um, that is my cheers where everybody does know my name and my, well, my drink order and usually cot. my lunch order. You have a cot in the back room. Yeah. There. <laughs> <laughs> that would be <laughs> nice. I'd save on rent. Um, but yeah, so I, I did have Colby's today. Um, but that was a couple hours ago. Um, but I will to touch on our staff, you know, I've really, we, we have grown, as you mentioned, and mm-hmm. I, I so appreciate and value the investment from the administration and the board, uh, in that in my six and a half years. There was a time where there were four full-time in advancement, and advancement includes fundraising, PR, and alumni relations. We had four full-time staffers and two or three part-time staffers, including Roy Pickerel. So you kind of know, you kind of well, roll the dice there. Um, but so we really, we and do I think- love Roy, by the way. That we do. And, and uh, he's actually about to be honored by Small College Basketball Hall of Fame with the Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh, so congratulations again to Roy. Yeah. Uh, but now we have seven full-time staffers and three part-time. So it's it's been a great time to be here and, and see the growth. And I would argue it, it is still a small advancement team by uh, national standards for the size of our institution, for the for what we try to do uh, to help support the college. It could actually have a few more uh, to make it even more healthy, although you uh, the team, including yourself, does a, a marvelous job. So I do want to thank you for that. Well, thank you. Uh, but I will put that shout out to you. You're, you're all probably still a little bit overworked, but we'll go off from there. One, one of the things I wanted to ask you, Blake, was what is upcoming? And two things. First of all, explain a little bit about what it is that advancement does. When people think of advancement, they think solely of fundraising, and, and that's a part of the job, but I really call it friend raising. So explain a little bit about what it is that advancement does on a daily basis, monthly basis, yearly basis. Sure. It's, it's really about connecting people back to the institution. We are literally a conduit. We're a bridge. Um, so whether that is um, keeping up with alumni and friends of the college and donors, um, informing the public, whether that's locally or more broadly about our successes and how they can be a part of, of what we're doing and where we're going. Um, and then of course, uh, fundraising the alumni piece as well. But I think the better job you do of, of telling your story and, and telling people thank you and celebrating those shared successes, the fundraising becomes much more, uh, easy. And I think, um, again, I say this and I say this and I mean this often when I say it. Um, I mean it that when people, when graduates leave here or an employee leaves here, mm-hmm. we have to have them in a situation where they want to stay connected and and reconnect. And if they move or they get married or they get a promotion or they change jobs that they want to tell us so they can stay connected. There are times when we can't reach people because we don't have good contact information. Mm -hmm. So it is a two way street. It's not just their fault. You know, we again have to do our part while they're a student here and a young alum and, and steward them along the way and build those connections that what is their area of passion? What are their interests and how does that intersect with where we're headed and, and how that best serves our students? And I think we have tried so hard to, to do, be better at that. Um, and I, and I think we're seeing fruits of that. Well, and I've noticed just in, in my uh, two years here that we have alumni who graduated in the fifties and graduated in the sixties, some of from Winchester campus, obviously many from here who are extremely dedicated and when you think about that, they spent four years actively as a student at Kentucky Wesleyan College, and now they've spent another 50 
making sure that the college stays at the same high level for the next several generations of our students. And it is higher education is unique in that fashion that you spend only four to five years on that campus, but it gives you a lifetime of memories. And that's often where you make your lifetime friends. It's often where you meet your spouse. That's often where you uh, really make those first connections that carry through. And what I see of your office is really tapping in to make sure that those folks who have had the opportunity to be at Kentucky Wesleyan College have now walked across that stage and are, are no longer physically on campus. But as I say, you, you can never leave the Panther family. Your job is to really make them stay connected or, or to keep them connected, to want to make them want to be connected. And there are so many different ways that people can do that. Um, and, and one thing that I, you know, my personal giving story, I love telling uh, as a Western graduate, I gave my first gift to Western as an undergraduate mm-hmm. and I have not missed a year since. And so this March, I had 10 consecutive calendar years of giving back to Western. And so what I say is how we're going to move forward is if everybody does what they can do when they can do it on an annual basis. And so if that's coming back to homecoming, referring students to us, praying for us, donating when they can, whatever it is they can do to help us move forward is what we ask. So if if I can give $1,000 and be in the president's circle, that's what we need. If you can remember the college in your estate plan, that's what we need. If you can wear your purple and be proud and be at the ball games and refer students to us, everybody can pray for us. That's what we need. And that's how we move forward. And so it's it's so important that people know that it's not just about the dollar amount or not just about giving. Now, our alumni giving percentage and participation is very critical and very important. But there are so many different ways people can get involved. And, you know, through our Panther Career Ally Program, Panther Cap, that's our mentorship program where we connect current students with alums mm-hmm. and, and their chosen or interested career field. And I think that's that's so, it's such a great program and it's grown leaps and bounds. And we've seen great benefits from that. But there are so many different ways to stay connected and so many different ways that we can offer an alum or, or a local person to connect and reconnect with the institution. And, and one of the things that, about which you spoke, which I think is very important uh, about the giving and give what you can. And I think a lot of people don't understand that for a college, especially a private institution, tuition does not cover the cost of education. It's not even really close. It's generally about 50% of your overall budget. And for the people who are currently a student, much of their education is being covered by the generosity of the donors who have been here before and understand the importance. And that tradition has to carry on in order to keep the college extremely stable and at a high level of education for the future generations. The reality is, and something that, you know, and I I did some research. I asked the questions because you hear schools say, you know, giving to the scholarship fund is very important. It helps our students graduate. And I wanted to understand and know and see in black and white what we meant by that. And so I discovered several years ago that we were, we and we do to this day, this academic year, give away over $10 million uh, through scholarships, through direct, you know, direct uh, institutional aid. And so that's about half of our entire budget goes directly to students. And so when we ask you to give to the Westland Scholarship Fund or you give to the Westland Scholarship Fund, you're literally helping our students earn their degree. You know, 98% of our students receive financial aid. About half of our students are not only first generation, but about the same number are Pell eligible. So that's low income families. And so when you talk about when, when you see those success stories of, of people who are the first one in their, their family to graduate yeah. from college or, um, 
the aid that they received enabled them to not have crippling student debt, uh, like somebody maybe that's speaking right now might have. Um, it's, it's so helpful. It's so beneficial and it's so appreciated and it's, it's real. I mean, we see it, you and I see it every yeah, day definitely. and there's so many alums who were brought to Westland or brought to Owensboro through Westland and they've stayed here. And I think we, we've highlighted that. Our alumni stay in the Owensboro area. About half of our alumni base is within, you know, this county or within certainly 60 miles. You're talking about four or 5,000 people right here in our backyard. And that, that is amazing. That, that tells a lot. Also, I, we, we talk about the, the strength of Kentucky Wesleyan College, but it's also the strength of the collaboration of the city of Owensboro and, and Davis County and that partnership that has been so strong through the years ever since they brought the college over from uh, Winchester. So, and, and here's the thing that, that I love is, is I've never seen this before. When I came to Wesleyan, I learned really quickly that we have so many people in this community or in this region that support Wesleyan that are not graduates. You know, I can think of somebody right now who, when we were raising money to move from Winchester, gave their milk money in elementary or middle school to the fund drive, or we have a donor who will give ten to $15,000 a year, did not graduate, and they said, well, my dad gave when you all moved here from Winchester. I don't know if it was $100 or $1,000, but that's why I give today. And that person has also remembered uh, the college and their estate plan. And so that, I think, is what makes Wesleyan so unique uh, in this community, just so, so great. Well, and I think you, you have to have a strong college to have a strong community and vice versa. And, and I think when that partnership works as it does here, it works very well. And, and the final several minutes that we have here, Blake, I'd love for you to tell me some of the events that are upcoming this fall or maybe into the spring and, and what people can do to be a part of the future of Kentucky Wesleyan College. Absolutely. The biggest thing that we have coming up that, that uh, certainly comes out of our office, you know, we had a great, successful homecoming back live in person a few weeks ago, and that was great. Um, but Giving Tuesday is coming up on November 30th. That's the Tuesday following uh, Thanksgiving. This will be our seventh year to participate in Giving Tuesday. Um, the first six years, people have so generously and just overwhelmingly supported at a, to the tune of $1.13 million. So mm-hmm. over a million dollars in the first six years. That's 188000 uh rolling average from the that six years. Amazing accomplishment and you know we did over uh we started our first year i still can't believe it hundred and thirteen thousand dollars in our first year last year again can't believe it three hundred and twelve thousand dollars plus um so this year as always people can go online at kwc.edu slash give uh that's kwc.edu slash give and give on giving tuesday november 30th but they can also come see us we love when people come visit uh, we have two offices in admin, the Bernard Jones Administration Building, uh, offices 105 and 109. Um, what we're looking to do this year is to increase our rolling average. So we'd love to raise uh, $200,000 or more on Giving mm-hmm. Tuesday on November 30th. But also, and this is going back to something we touched on a minute ago. Shockingly to me, our alumni giving percentage is 7%. And what that means is out of every hundred alums, think about this, 93 didn't give us a dollar in the, in that given year. Position that next to 98% of our students receive financial aid. So my question is, if, if you're an alum or even just a town person, but if you're an alum, are you in that 98% that received aid? And can you help ensure that others? And are you in that 93% that don't give or are you in that 7%? So 240 new alumni donors on giving tuesday november 30th would get us to just 
10%. That's a round number. That's a 3% jump. That's almost a 50% jump. So we'd love to have 240 new alumni give their first gift. So many people last year, we had 68 gifts of $1,000 or more. Uh, we have people that give $5, $10, $100, $250, start a monthly gift, make a major gift. Uh, there's so many different ways to make an impact. And what's been so successful about Giving Tuesday is the buy-in. From the administration down, from the board of trustees to the president's office to our staff. to camp- I mean, one year we had 100 gifts from campus employees. And including part-time, I think we have 175 maybe employees right. or so. Um, so it's a, it's a great way. It's fun. You know, it's something that we get calls all the time from other nonprofits asking for ideas, uh, and for input and just to kind of consult or kind of help them along. And so November 30th, Giving Tuesday, um, it's going to be a lot of fun. And we just really appreciate everybody doing what they can to help us move forward. And who knows? I mean, you know, next year we could be knocking on that one and a half million dollar mark. Uh, but we, we never know where this year's going to take us, but, but it takes everybody. I do want to reiterate, as, as you said, it's, it's really participation, not so much how much you give, but just give, be, be a part of, continue to be a part of the Panther family. And, and as you said, if you received aid, help give back so that others can continue to receive aid and get the great education, great experience that you we're able to receive as an undergraduate. Blake, we are out of time, but I do always like to give the last word to our guests. So I will give you the last word. How do you want to close the show? Well, well, again, I really appreciate you having me. It's been a pleasure. It's been a, a great six and a half years and a great six years on Giving Tuesday. Um, I just, it, it, it is so much fun and I so appreciate it. Um, I would just ask again, what have you done this year to help Wesleyan move mm-hmm. forward. Um, what can you do? Um, and, and don't hesitate to contact us with ideas or ways to volunteer. Um, we we're just so, um, we're, we, we all play a role. Yes. You know, we all have yes. a role to play. And I just, um, I look forward to that every day. I, I wake up excited to see how I can help impact and influence the students, um, and, and connect donors, uh, with their passion. And, uh, it's been a pleasure. It's been a privilege. And I really, play, uh, again, appreciate you having me on. That was my pleasure. Thank you for taking the time to come on. I know how busy is, is, is your day, especially during this time. So thank you once again. And thank you to everybody out there. And until next time, be kind and show your support to the college. Thank you. <laughs>